0: Welcome to Equipers Church, Denise. We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Will Levy. For more information, check out Equipistchurch.com. To sort of spark something, you know, there's a little bit of like spiritual fitness. Who's, who's joined a gym and one of those amazing deals that have come out in January? No one, fair enough. Um, but, but it's like coming to church is getting that sort of, getting that first workout done. Uh, who likes the first workout after not been working out for a long time? It's, it's a bit of a push, isn't it? It's hard, it's hard work. I wanna, I want just share tonight though. Um, when the the change in seasons, uh, many many people have preached on this passage, and in, in life there's there's different seasons that we go through, and this is the season between Moses and Joshua, the season that Moses is. is, is He's led the children of Israel through uh, out of Egypt into the wilderness. Unfortunately, he didn't get to where the promise was. The promise was the promised land that uh, God had promised to uh, Abraham and the children of Israel all the way through. And, And God chose Moses to bring the children of Israel out of Egypt and they got to the wilderness. Unfortunately, they just got to the border. And then paraphrasing here, there's another young leader coming on after Moses. His name was Joshua. And Joshua, God calls Joshua to lead into the promised land. And so there's a whole lot of story going on here. And and for the backstory, I encourage you to read uh, the book of Joshua. But what happens is there's there's a season. There's a season of the old and a season of, of the new. And who knows that when we start had last year? Last year was interesting. Last year was challenging. Last year changed. We used words like pivot and agile and and shift and and all these other words that I, I'm just not going to use. But um, but now we're going into this year, 2022, and there's still going to be the same things, but we haven't been there before, or maybe we have been there before. But God's leading us through, just like Joshua here. God's leading Joshua. He's leading. The children of Israel into the promised land. So Joshua gets commissioned and he says, and the Lord talks to him and says, Tomorrow you're going to get up and you're going to cross the Jordan and you're going to go over into the promised land. In Joshua chapter three, though, he goes to his people, he goes to the people and he says, This. He says, Joshua told the people, Purify yourselves for tomorrow the Lord will do great wonders among you. That is an amazing. Scripture, right there. Why? Because there's promises attached to it. Tomorrow, the Lord will do great wonders among you. I love what Pastor Hannah preached this morning. It was an amazing message. It was a great, very good message about about changing ourselves, changing some of our attitudes, getting some tips about how we can do this year well, about getting on your knees every day, surrendering your life to Jesus. Very similar to what it says here. Joshua is getting up and he's saying, hey, Purify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord is going to do great wonders among you. I don't know about you, but I want to go on next year believing that God's going to do amazing wonders. Not just to get up again. Oh, did I, did I turn the coffee machine on or not? Is that, is that, is that going to be our biggest uh, uh, issue on our mind first thing in the morning? Now, that's a big issue, sure. But it shouldn't be the greatest issue, right? But as Joshua says, purify yourselves for tomorrow the Lord will do a great thing. The the New King James Version says, sanctify yourself. Sanctify yourself. Now, for some of you, I went to Bible college and I remembered three words. The first word was justification, sanctification, and glorification. See, justification is all about the theology of, of, of that you have, that Jesus has taken our sin and you have been justified. He's taken the penalty of sin on our life. He died and He rose again on the cross and He took all of our sin. It's like just as if I had never sinned. That's the one thing I remembered from Bible college. I remember a few other things. So that's justification. Then there's this process called sanctification, much like what what the New King James Version says. It says, sanctify yourself. See, sanctification is the process that we now go on, even though we've still got sin around us, sin in our lives, we're still being sanctified. Now, sanctification is the conscious ability to make decisions in our life that cause us to repent and turn to Jesus. Amen? All right, this is our 5 p.m. service, preaching and teaching Bible college. Then it goes on to glorification, which is awesome because glorification is becoming sinless in the presence of God. One day we're gonna be glorified to be with Jesus in heaven and it's gonna be amazing. But there's these things, justification, sanctification, glorification. We're stuck right now, which is a good thing in sanctification. See, the Bible says here, sanctify yourself for tomorrow the Lord will do great things among you. I like it. it goes on in the new in, uh, NIV version. And it actually says to consecrate yourself. Now, for me, that was a, a bigger word that I didn't really know too much about. And, but you can get the gist of what's going on here. Consecration is about looking and, and, and setting yourself apart to be holy. See, I, 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 as we get into tonight and as we pray, tomorrow God's going to do amazing things, wonders among us. Whether we sanctify ourselves or not because God's God. God's amazing, God's awesome. He's got promises. He's believing. But wouldn't it be awesome if we were a part of it? Wouldn't it be awesome if we said, "Do you know what, God? I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to breathe in again. I'm going to I'm going to breathe in. See, that word consecrate yourself really it sounds similar to concentrate. And to make it easy for for us before we go on, I how about just concentrating on who you are? Don't dwell on the on the challenges that you're going through. Don't. I'm not talking about dwelling on the sin that is in your world, but when you concentrate on who you are and concentrate on who Jesus is, I pray that there's a a, a, a marrying up together in your thinking, so that when we pray in a moment, you go, you know what, God, I'm going to co-labor with you. I'm going to believe that this year, tomorrow, you're going to do wonders among your people. You know, for 40 years, the Israelites wandered with Moses. Now it was time for Joshua to lead them into the promised land. I reckon we could even push, put, put their promised land or slash promised life. Are we, I, I, I don't want you to wander this year. Wander around and know when there's a promised life in front of you. We can wake up again and go, does the coffee machine turn on? Or we can wake up every morning and go, you know what? I'm going to concentrate on who I am and how holy God is because tomorrow God's going to do wonders among us. I pray tonight that you get a sense of that God loves you so much. He wants to co-labor with you. You got people in your world that are that are hurting, that are pain, that are in pain. You know Rick Warren, who's one of the uh, one of the pastors in America with one of the largest churches, and he's he's a phenomenal. Uh, I really enjoy listening to his teachers Teaching, but you know he says, you know, all you actually have to do in life to grow a church is help people who are hurting, because you can lead them to Jesus. How do we help people who are hurting be confident in ourselves? Take the message from this morning. Concentrate, consecrate, purify, sanctify ourselves. Get in a vision that is for tomorrow. Get in a vision for the next day. Get in a vision for the week after. Get a vision that is holy that is consecrated for holiness, not just for for whatever your career is. I am excited about what your career is. I'm excited about what your desires are for your family. But if we get a, we consecrate ourselves and we we concentrate ourselves on the holiness of God, you watch what He'll do, because tomorrow will do He'll do amazing things among us. Joshua commanded all the leaders, the people, to first look at themselves. He released, realized that even though a generation had died in the wilderness, stuff still overflows into the next. You know, I'm not saying last year was rubbish, but stuff overflows. How about purifying ourselves? How about sanctifying ourselves? How about repenting, coming towards God and say, You know what, God, that last year was tricky. Maybe it was exciting. Over summertime, maybe I've made some decisions that didn't quite honour you, Lord. But tonight I want to just sanctify myself. I want to consecrate on your holiness, God, and consecrate myself. Why? Because God wants to do amazing things and will be doing amazing things. There's a there's another scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. If you've ever been married, there's been an option for one of your wedding scriptures. And um, at the end of it, because it all talks about what love is. But at the end of the book of 1 Corinthians 13, it just says three things are gonna last forever. And it's faith, it's hope, and it's love. I wanna, I wanna help us tonight. It's not just to look at us and we're, we're not looking at how bad we are. No, we're looking at how good God is and how and, and to focus on the three things that will last forever, which is faith, hope, and love. See, faith is all about what can't we do without Jesus that's what faith is about how do you know you're walking in faith is because you need Jesus to come through oh Lord I need you right every day where is the faith line in your world I pray you've got faith somewhere in your life maybe what about hope we're going to pray into this in a second what are you believing for See, so yes, we need Jesus in our life, but what can we believe Jesus for? Because that's what brings hope into our world. Last one before we keep praying uh, is love. Where do you need to grow in grace and love? Or is there going to be an overflow from the last 40 years? See, the Bible actually says that no one, None of the generation that whinged and moaned in the wilderness entered into the promised land. Pretty freaky, right? Why? Because God doesn't want that stuff. But it's only up to us whether we let it go. And and that's how we can pray through love is is saying, Lord, where do I need you to grow in grace and love? Where am I going to step into this year? At the 5 p.m. service, 9th of January, I release this. I learned to love, love again. I learned God's grace again. I learned His forgiveness again. Why? Because I'm sanctifying myself because tomorrow God's going to do wonders among the people. Forgiveness. What about our attitude? I'm right. You were wrong. We haven't had to deal with that recently, have we? Everyone wants to be Right. I'm so proud of the way the church has handled the last six months of having to learn um, to be okay with people's decisions. But sometimes we still have our own attitudes, don't we? So tonight as we pray, we're going to pray, we're going to stand and pray. Well, let to pray through those three things. Just real simply, faith, hope, and love. Where do you need Jesus? Where do you need Him in your life? Where, where does He have to come through for you? What are you hoping for? Like, I'm, I'm hoping, and you know this. I've been hoping for, I don't know. I can't do the math in my head right now. It's odd numbers. When I gave my heart to Jesus or recommitted my heart to Jesus when I was 17, I'm now 44. I've been hoping all those years for the salvation of my family. I got hope in me. Pray you got hope in you. But what are you what are you praying for love? What attitude? Where do, you, where do you need to grow in grace and love? What do you need to forgive? Who do you need to forgive? What do you need to release? Why? Because when we sanctify ourselves, when we purify ourselves, when we consecrate ourselves to God, we focus on his love, his grace, his mercy. And when we get, when we draw near to him, he draws near. To us. And so, why don't we jump to our feet and we're just going to pray through these three things. Come right across this room faith. Where do you need faith? Where do you need Jesus? I've shared this before, but my, my, and I love my father to bits and I'm not blaming him for anything. But He sure as heck didn't teach me how to be a father. And I've shared this many, many, many times before. And I'm doing an okay job. I don't know. Ask my kids. But I need Jesus to show me how to be a dad. I need Jesus every single day. He teaches me wisdom. He teaches me patience. He teaches me all these things. Do I get it right all the time? No. But I know every day that I need Him. I've got faith in that area, still still working it through totally. But where is your area tonight? What are you gonna be praying through right now in these next two, two, three minutes? What are you praying? God, give me faith for this. God, give me faith for this. I want you just to take these next couple of minutes, come on, pray to God, go to God. Lord, give me faith for this. If you need, to lift your hands, if you wanna close your eyes, if you wanna open your mouth, pray. But Father, I pray right across this room that faith is being stirred in every single person, that, Lord, you're coming alive in their spirit. Let the wisdom of God be released in every single person right now. Let faith arise. Lord, I pray even right now over our young people who are going up to Summer River, Lord, that there be faith to receive blessing, faith to receive, encounter faith to receive a moment that will change and shift their world. Father, I have faith for that. Father, for faith for families to come together and faith for families to know how it is to navigate this world right now through different technology, all that sort of stuff. Faith. Come on, faith for students. Faith to know how it is to balance building His house and building your house. Come on, faith. Faith to believe when it comes to healing. Faith to believe when it comes to provision. Faith. Tonight, faith, faith. Declare faith. We declare faith. Sometimes you need faith to forget the past or release the past, I should say, and move on to the future. Faith, Lord, faith. Father, I pray faith across this room. Faith for businesses to prosper. Faith for families to prosper. Faith for relationships to prosper. Faith for the church to prosper. Faith right now, Lord. Faith. As we pray for hope tonight, come on, you've prayed for the faith, so I pray you've got now faith to receive. But what are you also hoping for? Faith is the confidence for what we hope for will actually happen. I pray you've got hope in many, many areas. Hope, hope for breakthrough, hope for salvation, hope for your workmates. Where are you you asking God personally for hope tonight? Come on, just these next couple of minutes, what are you hoping for? What are you hoping for? What are you hoping for? Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's a business. Maybe it's salvation. Come on, what are you hoping for? Thank you, Lord. Father, I thank you for the Scripture that says, sanctify yourselves, because tomorrow the Lord will do great wonders among you. Father, I hope and I pray, Lord, that, your, that miracles are going to happen. Lord, as we sung tonight, I see you move. Move the mountains. Father, tonight we hope and we believe, God, that you are going to move. Father, I pray and I have hope for our city. I pray, Lord, and I have hope for our young people. I pray, Lord, and we've got hope for our families, for our older generations. Lord, we have hope that, Lord, they'll that be walking the fullness of life fullness of life hallelujah see this year coming up you don't have to be a genius to figure out that you've got to do church different you're just gonna to have to and I've already got a great hope in my spirit I don't I know I've got a hope that I know the church is not going to fall apart I have a hope in my spirit that our church is going to continue growing and growing and growing. Why? Because we have hope that we have a group of people that are serving one another and looking outwards. We have hope. We have hope, which is fueled, obviously, by this last one here, which is love. Faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. Let God change you. Let God move in your, in your heart tonight. Let Him move. I like the message this morning was about obedience. Take time to listen to God, but also take time to obey God. That's going to come out of love. Where do you need to give grace? Where do you need to give forgiveness? Where do you need to love? Father, right now across this room, pour out your spirit among all. They may love one another, that Lord, we would know your grace, we would know your love, we would know what it is, Lord, to stand in the arms of a loving God, but then also, Lord, how we can know your love and know your grace in our world. So then we could overflow that and not overflow hurt and pain, but to know your love. May we know the power of your love right now, Lord. The power of God's love. Father, let your love surround us. Lord, we pray for love. Pray for your love. Your love for our community. We pray for your love for our homes. Pray for your love to be outworked through our lives. In Jesus' name. Lord, you're worthy. You know, tonight, it's just about taking the time to concentrate on ourselves. Saying, Lord, you are holy. Lord, you are holy. There's none like you. Here I am, Lord. Send me, I'll go. You know, these nights of prayer, sorry, praise, prayer, prophecy. We've prayed, praised, we've prayed. I don't have to prophesy. God's been talking the whole way through. But I do prophetically declare that. If you lift your hands and say, Lord, here I am. Send me. I'll go for you. Then He'll use you. And be prepared to be used. Be prepared to be used in your workplace. Be prepared to be used in your home. Be prepared to be used every single day. But like what the theme has been across the whole day, just take time to be in the Lord's presence. Take time to hear the Holy Spirit. Take time to step out. Father, I just declare your love across this room. Father, for every single person here, starting out 2022, may they know your love. May they know your conviction. May they know your blessing over their lives, Lord. May they know the unforced rhythms of grace. And Lord, that we stand and we walk in your presence. According to your glory and riches, Lord, we pray. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you for listening to this message recorded live at Equipus Church, Deneath. We pray that it blessed you. For more information, please check out EquipusChurch.com.